0: keep putting one foot in front of the other. Before you know it, you will have organically grown your audience. You will have a great feed to show for it. Um, but yeah, a lot of times we say just step out there and do it and keep going.
1: Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.
2: All right, hey everybody. welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to serving first, giving value, and building your brand. We completely think that that is a rogue idea because most people, and especially in marketing, you just kind of start selling all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we yeah, like to have awesome people on our podcast. I'm super excited to have. whoa, wait, Walmart. Yep. Seriously. So my awesome co-host Lauren Lewis is here Hey, and then Whoa well, Wait Walmart, Amanda and Bethany, how are you guys today?
1: We're doing good. well. How are you?
2: Doing so good. I'm very, very excited about this and very excited that you guys were uh, awesome enough. For to uh to obviously take some time out of your day and and talk with us because your brand is phenomenal and we're really excited to hear the story so we met you guys originally at the megaphone um -hmm. summit which was uh provided by soapbox influence and i had some brief conversations there and you shared some of your story there um but i'm really excited to kind of jump into that um so kind of give us a brief overview of, of you guys and who you are where you're located and uh what will wait walmart is all about about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Bethany Holford, and I live in Bentonville. And Amanda is actually in Amanda is actually in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I grew up in Bentonville, Arkansas, which uh, we all know is the hometown of Walmart. Yeah. And my mother worked at the home office for most of my life, and I. um, I'm a lifelong Walmart shopper. So I grew up shopping at Walmart, you know, growing up, it was a little bit more begrudgingly. And then I reached a (laughs) point where it was more like bragging rights, like, no, look at this great thing that I found for a great price at Walmart. So I had started a personal blog and I was doing a regular feature called Whoa, Wait, Walmart. um, And that was based off the genuine reaction I would have from people who complimented me on something in my home or something I was wearing. And I would say, Oh, it's from Walmart. And they would be like, nah, surely not. (laughs) So I was talking to Amanda about it and she had said, um, you should do an Instagram account. And I said, well, I was thinking about letting that stand on its own. Do you want to do it with me? And the rest is sort of history.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, Amanda, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Um,
0: just that uh, she and I both um, were raised uh, with shopping moms who were specifically bargain shoppers and so it was kind of bred into us at a, at a young age um, to always look for the best deal and um, you know that sort of thing. So yeah, it just it's kind of a natural inclination that we have and we've turned that natural inclination into a job
2: that's awesome that's awesome and so Amanda you're in Nashville correct
0: I am okay
2: and then Bethany you're actually here we're in Rogers and you're in Bentonville yes that's awesome and well I'd love to talk about the remote uh, work environment that you guys have to later on but uh, we'll jump in we always like to jump into some fun stuff kind of up front too so what is that Lauren
3: we always start out our episodes with what are you obsessed with this
1: week so ladies what are you obsessed with Oh, man, it's kind of hard to pick <laughs> just one thing. Um, I think I'm currently obsessed with cozy clothes. It's very cold in Buttonville today, and mm-hmm. I live in a Sherpa pullover and cozy leggings. <laughs>
2: nice. Nice. That's, That's awesome.
0: One. This is not something I've been obsessed with only this week. I've kind of been obsessed with it for quite some time, but it's the first thing that pops Um There's an app called Marco Polo, and... We love it. We talk, uh, you know, Bethany and I use it almost daily and we don't even really use it for work. It's more of like (laughs) chit-chatting and like, do you like these shoes with this outfit or whatever? But anyways, it's like a video texting app and um we we really like it so <laughs> the person that loves my head is something I'm obsessed with.
2: <laughs> We're definitely very familiar with uh Marco Polo.
0: We so. love Marco
3: Polo. That's how we talk to a lot of our clients as well as to each other about yeah. work stuff. So yeah, yeah, we are all about Marco Polo.
2: We do. We do. And it's it's one of those things fun. that it, it really is and you get you obviously get to see the person. So there's a little bit more of a connection rather than just um you know a voice message or text or email or something like that so yeah no we we love our market absolutely (laughs) um all right lauren what are you obsessed with
3: so i've been obsessed with this for quite a while but it it kind of came back this um season um i love i too like to find bargains and so i've been using an app called thread up um and it's kind of a, a consignment um clothing app um it's some of like designer clothes and some more name brand clothes that are like heavily discounted. Um, And so it's a great way. I found a lot of pieces for work. Um, through those um, and so that I love getting a good deal and everything and I find a lot of pieces that I've never seen before because there are a lot of brands maybe a, that aren't around here mm-hmm. um, and so I've really enjoyed using it um, it is a little dangerous because you can favor it a lot and it's like oh it's so cheap and then of course it all adds up but
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely all so right fun. so my my obsession this week has been the office ladies podcast
0: oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if, do it yet. Are,
2: are you guys fans of the office at all Amanda I- Bethany
1: the TV show? Yeah. Yes, yes, the TV yeah. show. Yes, so, my I think my husband listens to the Office Ladies podcast. Really, yeah. He's loving
2: it. So yeah. ex- actually, uh, so that is it's become by and I. So I've always wanted to do an Office podcast. I'm a, I'm an Office nerd. I love it so much. Um, the American Office, and so uh, yeah. But listening to it, they actually had a lot of guests on there that are you know either uh, directors of certain episodes or even the prop guy was on there, and so talking about different props and. Their process and but they're w- walking through each individual episode and it's been out for you know a couple months and so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna re- like just listen to one and then i started binging and i listened to all of them in like a day and a half my goodness so i <laughs> was like working in the garage and doing different things and driving and all of a sudden i was out of podcast episodes <laughs> so but they are just like super sweet so it's by jenna uh, fisher and then angela kinsey her, her names are, but anyway yeah they both talk about it. it's super it's, it's super great and it's it kind of brings back the nostalgia of the the show and so it's really cool to hear them talk about it too so anyway that's cool that, yeah that fun. yeah it is fun so anyway all right. Hey, let's jump in to the content here because um, we're so excited. We actually had, um, when we were talking with um, a few different people and actually one of our clients were like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we're going to talk with the, we'll wait, Walmart uh, women. And they were like, oh my goodness. Oh, I love their brand so much. And they, I mean, you guys have definitely, and obviously here in, in Rogers, Bentonville, Northwest Arkansas area, um, you know, this is the home. And so there's a lot of stuff around Walmart, uh, but just your Instagram account, you guys are really engaging on that. You have some great content. I mean, you've really built an, an amazing brand about around what you're doing. And um, like I said, we kind of heard a little bit of that story at at, um, at Megaphone. Um, but tell us a little bit about what makes uh Weight Walmart unique and what you guys do compared to um, other blogs, other Instagram accounts, that type of thing.
0: At the beginning, it was not as widely accepted that Walmart would have really great items and so it was it was definitely uh there was a stigma with it i would say and so we walked into that confidently saying like yes you can um you know be fashionable and on trend without spending a ton of money so we stepped into the space with a confidence that might not have typically been there surrounding that subject mm-hmm. So I would say initially set us apart and then just our tactile things that set us apart is that we early on, we decided we want to, um, even though we're taking, you know, photos in the store, we want to, um, make those photos appealing. And so we're not doing any like crazy styling or anything in the store, but a simple task of taking an item off of a shelf and you know laying it on the floor and just focusing on that one item can really give people, um, you know, a, the the vision of that piece in their home versus just taking a picture on a shelf. Now there are definitely times where we take a picture of an image on a, of a product on the shelf because it makes sense and it shows the price and that sort of thing. Um, so I'm not saying we only you know do the other. But um, just from the beginning, it's been kind of important to us to really showcase the product. Um, we both have merchandising backgrounds. And so um, we took that expertise that we have uh, to kind of convey um, the greatness of the products that we were finding.
3: So I think when we talk to a lot of you know, clients or influencers, um, or businesses, you know, they, they get these great ideas and they're going about it and everything. And it gets, you know, it gets hard. It becomes work. So, um, obviously finding those products and showcasing them and doing all the captions and everything, it is a lot. Um, so what inspires you guys and gets you out of bed to keep going with this?
1: Um, you know, there's a few different factors in that. One of the things for me that keeps me going is, my two daughters and my husband, like I love my family and I love working hard for them and all of that. But Amanda and I always say that we've built our dream job. So it's really fun to be able to do what we want to do, how we want to do it. And we get to say yes to the product, uh, product partnerships that we want to do. And we get to, you know, kindly uh, turn down the ones that aren't a good fit for us. And so it's just been really fun to be able to build something that we really thoroughly enjoy doing. One of the things, you know, when Amanda and I were starting this, um, that <clears throat> we did was we tried to do a lot of research about, you know, we started this six and a half years ago and influencer marketing was not a thing. It didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So I thought we had to be bloggers. I always felt bad calling myself a blogger, even though it's kind of easy to say that because people know what a blogger is, you know, more or less. Yeah. Um, but I didn't felt like I did the job justice the way Amanda and I have built our business. is just so different. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things we did was we reached out to a lot of people who um, had large Instagram followings already, or um, I reached out to one of my favorite bloggers and I can tell you, I'm not going to, (laughs) but I can (laughs) tell you who responded and who didn't because that's impactful on people, you know? And so Amanda and I, try really hard to make that a priority when people reach out to us, asking us questions about the business or, you know, how we've done it, or if we have advice, we try to be really thoughtful about our responses and intentional with that, that role that we've been given.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even kind of piggybacking off that, I mean, there there are a lot of a lot of people who are kind of starting out and, you know, getting into um, really niche businesses. What kind of advice would you offer for them who are small business owners, influencers, people who are marketing or trying to do things differently? Because obviously, you guys did it differently. What what kind of some advice would you give? Would you give to them?
0: Um, I would say, I mean, we, we kind of, we have a few things that we, (laughs) that we say to people when they do ask us for advice and Bethany, feel free to jump in here as well. Um, but you know, one of the things that we say to people is if if you're doing something in in this field, that it's really important to show your face um, when you're posting, when you're doing stories, because it's such a simple thing. But if you can, um, like people want to see who it is that they're following. They want to have a face in their mind when they um, later on, they think about something you were talking about. And so it's really important to put, you know, your face with your brand. Um at least that's that is our experience and our advice. Um and then another thing that we always say is you really just have to keep showing up. Like every day yeah. or if you make a goal to post three times a week or whatever your goal is, you've got to to show up and and do that. And and in the same sense of that advice also, especially with Instagram you have to remember that it is just a blip on the radar. So don't put so much pressure on yourself for every single post to, to where you get to a point where you're paralyzed and you're like, well, this image is not perfect or I don't have the perfect caption. You know, I think that if you just push yourself to keep putting one foot in front of the other, um, then before you know it, you will have organically grown your audience. You will have a, you know, a, a lengthy or great feed to show for it. Um, but yeah, a lot of times we say just step out there and do it and keep going. Um, we have posted things before that totally taint and did terrible, <laughs> uh, but we just keep going. You know, you just have to remind yourself that post will be seen maybe a few more days and then it's gone and people are not going to notice it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah that's my like top of head advice. Uh, Bethany, do you have anything to add to that?
1: No, I'd pretty much say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: that's, that's fantastic. That, that consistency is just, I mean, that's, I completely agree with that. especially we, we, you know, we deal with a lot of uh, podcasting clients. And so Mm -hmm. um, I had a conversation yesterday actually with a guy and, and he was like, well, how about we do like one podcast and then we'll see how that one goes like a podcast episode. And I was like, if you're not going to come out of the gate consistent every mm-hmm. single week, then it's, there's, it doesn't right. matter. Like it doesn't matter. And that, that goes say show up for the audience and the people that are following you, like give them that, um, I you know, they, they took the time to obviously engage with you and so make sure that you show up for them every single week. So that's fantastic advice.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think also for me, I, I do a lot of social media management and so I think working with different types of content, different types of clients, I I see all the time that parallelization of it's not perfect Mm -hmm. Um, and it really can keep you from getting your voice out to your audience who really genuinely wants to hear from you and they want to see that authentic side of you and they don't need to see the perfect side because it doesn't exist. And I think that's, I think that's really key and really important.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: So I think it's really cool to see two women going out on their own, creating their dream job, supporting their families, but also putting, you know, putting their family as a priority as well. Um, So how has Woolweight Walmart encouraged and empowered other women such as yourselves?
1: Um, I think probably the the largest impact we've had is on um, helping women who Amanda and I can completely relate to who, you know, maybe they're a stay-at-home mom or maybe they're on a tight budget for whatever reason. And we are essentially becoming their personal shoppers, but on a budget. So we've been able to say like, you can have a cute house and you can have um, a stylish wardrobe and not spend a lot of money, or you can find organic, you know, food through your family or whatever it is you're looking for and ultimately save money because Walmart, that's such a big part of who they are is, you know, driving the lowest prices. Mm -hmm. And we've been able to say like, you can do it and not spend a lot of money. You can do it and, you know, stick to your budget and that sort of thing. And I think that's one of the things we love most about our jobs is just encouraging women to be able to, to have that, but not, um, be stressed about having the name brand thing or you know the designer whatever
2: yeah, no, that's that's huge, and I and I apologize because I didn't know who you guys were before Megaphone, and obviously I'm not your target audience, but um, it, it is that's one
3: fine. Of them. <laughs> your wife knew who they were.
2: Yeah, that's that's just it. And so when I was, was kind of going through, you know, the people that we had talked to or you know that spoke um, at the conference, and I said, yeah, well, we want me. She was like, oh, seriously, I love that. And and what she told me specifically was that she's like, it kind of opened up a, a whole different wardrobe um, experience experience that wasn't Mm -hmm. so expensive. It was like they put together some of the coolest outfits and like you can actually see and it's you're not spending a ton of money on that. Of course, me, I was like, that's awesome. (laughs) So I loved you guys. Once I heard that, I was like, this is fantastic. And then obviously, you know, engaging with the content and stuff and you guys do so much more than that. Um, But it is one of those things that I think it just it makes it makes the average person, you know, middle class people who are like, you know, we're on budgets, we're trying to figure this stuff out. I mean, everybody goes through that. And so being able to say, hey, I can still look fashionable, Mm -hmm. you know, on a budget without feeling like I have to, you know, just do Goodwill or just do, you know, the cheapest um, clothes or whatever else. I mean, it it obviously makes an impact, um, especially for women. I think that's fantastic.
3: I also do, I do a lot of Walmart pickup. And so I love that your account has made me like get excited for when I, we call it big Walmart, when I go to the big Walmart, not the neighborhood market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I going take my boys and like, oh, we're going to find, I found some really comfy sweatpants the other day. And I was like, this is exciting. <laughs> so I yeah. love that it's getting me back in the store because there is that stereotype that Walmart is icky and gross and, but it's not, it really isn't when you go in and you look at the products and there's some pretty awesome stuff there.
2: Yeah. I'm actually rocking my George shirts. George brand shirt which is Walmart brand so it's kind of funny we were talking about yeah it was it was funny it was like we were talking about how I have not been able if I've bought very expensive Oxford shirts that just don't fit well they don't they're not comfortable and my 13 dollar mart find has done I, I will buy like 10 of these in different colors i'm pretty plain as you i'm like i'm gray and black that's pretty much what i wear but uh yeah and just kind of that inspiration to buy like hey you know what this is awesome i don't have to feel i want to wear what i what's comfortable so thank you guys for doing that and creating absolutely that, that atmosphere so
0: hey go in the dressing room next time take a picture of yourself Send it to us so we can post it
2: yes oh i definitely will i definitely will.
3: that's
2: awesome that's awesome
3: Um, so when we are talking about social media, um, with all the people that we, we, we rub shoulders with, um, one of the biggest things that we see is social media burnout. Um, just because it is a lot of work, um, especially that consistency can be, can be challenging. And so how do you guys avoid social media burnout?
1: I'll start Amanda, and then you can jump in. (laughs) um, I think that one of the biggest factors for Amanda and I avoiding burnout is that there's two of us. And when I get frustrated or overwhelmed with the nature of this business, she can kind of pull me up and then vice versa. And that has been such a good balancing act for us. Um, I will say on a personal level that I don't – I don't post personally nearly as much as I used to. And I think it's because I have to be so on for the business side of it. Amanda, what would you say?
0: That is exactly what I was (laughs) going to say. Like at the end of 2019, I was looking back at my personal feed and I was like, good grief. I, I did not post hardly anything. And not that I need to. I just, I was kind of mad at myself because I'm like, Oh, I don't, I, I want to look back at more memories, like just for my own yeah. self. And so Same. Um, anyway, I think I'm like, okay, 2020, I've got to post more on my personal Instagram account. It's private. It's not like I'm trying to you know do anything with that other than just Hold my own memories there. But um, yeah, I would say the exact same thing.
2: I think you're giving some grace to to people like small business owners and, you know, marketing who they're really trying every single day and to understand that, you know, even even with a larger following, you're still human and you're still like, I'm still trying to keep up with this. And, they're, you know, we all kind of have the same struggles, too. So that's awesome.
3: Absolutely. So what is something your followers might be surprised to learn about you too?
0: Um... I have kind of, I think this is kind of a funny one, Uh, Bethany, I'm sure you have, you have others too, but um, so we went to the same university, but at different times, I'm, I'm four years older, this is Amanda, I'm four years older than Bethany, and we, as a small private Christian school, they don't have sororities, but they have, it's called social clubs, it's like a sorority, and we were both the president of the same social club, just at time. (laughs) but and this is before we knew each other. So I think I've loved that fact about, about us. <laughs> yeah.
2: So how did, did you guys find this out after you kind of became friends or did, was that kind of a way to to connect?
1: Um, I, I feel like maybe I knew my sister um, was, I think just a year behind Amanda and they were in the same social club. And so I think maybe I knew Amanda was the president of that social club. Is that what you are asking about? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but I, Amanda's roommate at Harding grew up in Bentonville, and I've been lifelong friends with her. And so for years, Amanda and I were hearing from different people like, you have to meet Amanda. You have to meet Bethany. <laughs> so we'll be such good friends. You're- on, you know, and then they were all right. It was
3: true. <laughs> so okay. when we said we were doing this episode, we had some listeners that were pretty excited for you guys to come on our podcast. And so we have a couple of questions. If you guys have the time to answer a few listener questions, <laughs>
1: sure,
3: so, yeah, so absolutely. One of the questions, and this seems a little bit obvious, but they maybe wanted you to expound on this: Are you guys good friends? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We are we're best friends <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully that comes through um yeah i mean we've been really really close like pretty much from the from when we met um because we are so similar and before we ever even started this business together we had been talking about working together in some capacity um so yeah it's funny to look back on like those conversations that were like at least 15 years ago and now to see you know where it's come it's kind of fun but yes we are real life uh best friends and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great
3: <laughs> I think with Beth- social media, you never know. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know.
0: Yeah,
1: that's- right. <laughs> that's very true.
2: That's what I was going to say. Bethany, do you agree with that? Yeah. Was- <laughs>
1: <laughs> no not pressure. pressure. No pressure. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Things got weird. Um, yes. We, we've we been best friends for years, and it's really, really fun. Um, I think that, you know, I think it does come through in our work, but then I, you know, people oftentimes think that we're one person running the account, which is hysterical to Amanda and I, because we look so different, but then, you know, we also buy the same clothes and we have the same style glasses and like, you know, like we do silly things like that, that confuse people. We get it. Um, But yeah, it is really fun when people realize, have a moment of realization where they're like, Oh, you're best friends. And we're like, yes, this is not (laughs) fun.
2: So let me let me ask us on a business side too. I mean, because Lauren and I I Lauren is great friends, best friends really, even with my wife. Mm-hmm. And um so business talk kind of, you know, creeps in, I think, when we're all hanging out. And so I'm I'm good friends with her husband. And so it's one of those things that how do you guys keep that separate to where you're like, All right, when we're hanging out or we're just friends, no business talk, you know, how do you guys make sure to balance that that friendship?
1: Man, it's really hard um, because so much of those two worlds are intertwined. Um, but Amanda brought up Marco Polo earlier, and that we try to have a really hard and fast rule of like, we don't do business on Marco, Marco Polo, but occasionally it will sneak in or occasionally we're like, this is too much to text. I don't have time for a phone call. I'm just going to pull you about it real quick. But I would say 95, 90 to 95% of our Marco Polos are just about life. And that is what really helps us keep up our friendship. And I know, I, I don't know if you would say the same thing, Amanda, but for me, if we have only been talking about work for a week or two and like we've just been in a work rut, I like... I start to crave the friendship side of it and I'm like, okay, we gotta like, like <laughs> we need to jump on Margot Polo out, you know, or something like that because it is so quickly, I don't know. It's just so easy to start talking about work in the middle of life, you know? Um,
2: yeah, absolutely. How often do you guys get to see each other?
1: Um, it, I feel like last year it averaged out to be almost once a month. We had, um, a few personal trips and then a few business trips. And so, I would say, you know, every other month-ish. It just depends on our workflow and that sort of thing. But um, Adam and I lived in Nashville for seven years and we, you know, make the trek over at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, just with our family to see all of our friends. And so that helps. But then Amanda comes here for business a lot. so. So one of the other questions
3: was how do they work with living in different towns? So how do you guys balance the long distance, um, or possibly tools that you guys use to help with that. Cause we have a lot of people that we, we work with and everything that work from home for certain companies or work far away and everything. And so they were kind of curious how you guys balance that.
0: When, when Bethany first moved, it was kind of like, what is this going to look like? But, um, it's been, it's been great. And the, the good thing is we do have Marco Polo to stay in touch, like with our personal lives. And then with work, you know, we share, Um, an email account and a calendar so we constantly know you know what's going on and then another big plus is that we're shopping two different markets so i have you know several really great walmart stores in the nashville area and then obviously bethany has like the cream of the crop there in bentonville (laughs) um so yeah it's that part of it has been so fun um Because there's, there are times where she'll find something that I have, that I'll never even see here in Nashville or vice versa. So, um, yeah, the shopping, the different markets has been a huge plus. Um, and then, yeah, we just, I mean, we stay very connected as far as, you know, our work, our workload and, um, tasks go.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that's awesome. I mean, um,
1: it's, it's like thousands of text messages. <laughs> yeah. <for sure>. yeah.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome.
1: So
3: the last question I actually was curious about this is, um, what is your, do you get to choose? I, I assumed that you guys choose your own pieces and um, that you guys choose to highlight, but what is kind of the standards that you guys go through to select the products you choose to highlight?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, so When we're approached with a product, um, there are just a few things that Amanda and I, the filters, we kind of run it through. And um, the first is, would we, like, do we already buy this for ourselves or for our families? Or would we buy it? Would we be interested in buying it for ourselves or our families? Um, And then the last one is, like, is there something even if it's a stretch in those first two, um, is there something unique about it that we feel like our audience would be excited to hear about? Um, You know, and, you know, there are, I think, still a few more that we go through, like, um, is this easy for us to talk about authentically? You know, like, it might be a product that we... Would use if we needed to, but if it doesn't feel like a natural thing for us to talk about, we'll turn it down sometimes because that's, it just gets hard and it gets more exhausting if you're doing something that doesn't come naturally.
2: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's staying true. Yeah, obviously to your values and what you guys are, you know the business that you're, you're building. And, uh, I think that's, that's fantastic advice too, because I'm sure you guys get a lot of requests and products thrown at you. Um, and so that's, that's good to hear. That's actually really good to hear. So that's awesome. All right. So I think for the final question, I mean, what's, what's really next for you guys? What's next for Whoa wait Walmart? Where do you see yourselves in a few years, five years? What's, uh, what's happening with you guys?
0: Um, you know, we, Have been really fortunate in this business. Um, We have had a vision and we've set out and we've done those things. And then um, we have had really great opportunities to come our way um, that we weren't even necessarily seeking out. And so um, we're in a position right now where we really love what we're doing and we're very grateful for where we are. And so we're really content, um, where we are right now, but we definitely always have our eyes open for, um, new opportunities. And, um, yeah, so that's where we are right now. Um, I think you guys had mentioned earlier that we have, we do have a magazine, um, that is sold exclusively at all Walmart stores across the country. Um, and so that has really been a great opportunity and it's taken up a lot of our time, um, and focus in a good way. And so we have, uh, we'll continue to do the magazine, um, at least, you know, for the remainder of the year at the very least. And so, um, you know, that's something that we're definitely focusing a lot of our energies on, um, currently. Would you add anything to that, Bethany?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> that immediately made me think of the uh the snl skit with um jimmy fallon and justin timberlake where they're like the bgs it's like jimmy <laughs> Fallon's, he's like talking and he's he's like do you want to add anything robin he's like no i no, don't <laughs> no, perfect that was perfect bethany that was awesome
1: no i do not <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I love to hear, honestly, that you guys. Just your first statement was like, "Oh, we're just pretty content where we're at." Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that's so awesome. You guys are doing some great things, and, uh, and uh, that's really cool to hear because um, there's a lot. Of, I mean, you're you're making an impact. You're doing some mm-hmm. some really cool stuff. You're obviously empowering a lot of people, um, and so that's that's man, that's fantastic. So that's awesome. All right. Well, Thank hey. You. Thank you guys so, so much for uh, jumping on with us today. And where else can people follow you? They'll go ahead and throw out websites and your social handles and stuff like that if people want to get connected with you.
1: Yeah, we're at Low Walmart um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And um, they can also find us at WoWayWalmart.com.
2: Nice, nice. Any like last thing about the name? We didn't even talk about your awesome name. Well, how did that
1: happen?
2: <laughs> how did that just, I mean, it makes sense, um, but how did that happen?
1: Um, I used to be a teacher and I love alliteration. And so when I was starting the regular feature on my blog, I, I wanted to kind of capture the genuine reaction I would ha- was having from people. And so I, I vividly remember sitting in the car with my husband and I was like, just bouncing things off of him. And I was like, what? We were trying to think of shocked words, you know, the yeah. surprised words. And so that's kind of how low weight came about.
2: Ugh. I love that. That's so great. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's incredible. So, all right. Well, hey, if you're listening today, make sure to go check out Well Wait Walmart. Follow them on Instagram. They have a great feed on there and obviously very insightful. Um, and then com. check them out. Um, but like we said, all the show notes and everything will be available at gorogax.com. Um, Bethany, Amanda, thank you so much again for joining us today. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having yeah. us.
3: All right. First rapid fire question. If your house was on fire, your spouse, children, and pets, they're all safe. No one's in danger, but you had a chance to grab only two things. What would you grab?
0: Um, I have a, my dad was a builder and I have this sign hanging on the wall as an art piece now, but it's, it's like a sign that he would have put in front of a house for sale. It's got his name and logo on it. So I'd grab that and I would grab, um, maybe my computer is yeah. that. It?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. not. It's not bad. Yeah, that's real life. That's okay. <laughs> um, mine. Would be um, we have this little handled fireproof box and like everything that's important to us isn't it like i'm talking hard drives with all of my pictures on them and stuff like that and so that, that would be my one thing i'd be grabbing if i could grab some fine jewelry that has been handed down from grandmothers i would grab that too but
2: that's good <laughs> See that's a, I think for me I'm like it's a backpack like I have my camera my hard drive my <laughs> laptop that's yeah all in that. so um, that but then I think also for me I have my, my grandfather uh, handed down his guitar that he had in the in the 40s and 50s and it's that's absolutely priceless to me so that's a Yeah. yeah so it's like we're all kind of like one sentimental thing and then right. <laughs> like our laptops
1: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. Laptop was definitely one of mine, and then uh, it either be um a, a piece of jewelry from my sister that passed away, or okay, this is terrible, but my lamp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right,
3: guys. I've had this lamp. I love it since That's I was awesome. in the dorms at U of A, and it's a touch lamp. It looks like a UFO. It's so ugly. But I love this lamp, and it has fallen from bunk beds. It has survived so much. It doesn't match my decor, but I love this lamp. <laughs> did you get it at Walmart?
2: It'd be it would it was, be icing uh, on the cake if it. I did.
3: wish. <laughs> okay. I didn't. Okay. But I, I tell you, I probably am going to shed tears when it it finally dies.
1: <laughs> so just oh my expect. goodness, I just, would love to hear what your husband thinks about that lamp. Oh, he's like oh my
3: gosh, Lauren is so obsessed with this lamp. <laughs>
2: that's hilarious all right so we're gonna have to see a picture of this lamp on instagram i'll I'll have
3: to it's pretty ugly (laughs) but it's the perfect like the lighting is it's the perfect it's it's awesome i just love this lamp okay (laughs) anyways all right moving on past my lamp okay what is a book on your list to read for 2020
0: oh shoot i just was thinking of this i was thinking of a book yesterday that i need to read now i can't think of the title bethany hop in
1: if you can think of one first Okay. It's literally on my bedside table. I've not read it yet. It's Beginner's Pluck. It's by Liz Bohannon. Have you guys heard of her? She started Seiko, oh, okay.
2: that company. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: It's not that exciting. I wish I had some great <laughs> novel, but I'm like kind of disappointed in myself, but... Oh, no, don't
0: be. Well, I ha- I'm looking at my nightstand, and I have a book that I don't want to read, but I need to, and it's called "Scream Free Parenting." Oh, so that that's fun!
1: I need to read that one. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> oh,
0: so, yeah! I should Let read that. Know how to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, it'll be riveting, but also very helpful, right? I mean, it's gonna be helpful.
2: Absolutely.
3: Yes. Yes. I think we all have nights where the volume needs to go down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to default to you, Lauren. Okay. I'm going to take the last one on this.
3: So, my book that I've, it's not very exciting either, but I am interested to read it. And, was marketing rebellion uh, the most human company wins by mark schaefer oh. um so brian and i do educational hours each week and so um this is on my list for 2020 as one of part of my educational hours is to go through this book because it just sounds really interesting um and we talk a lot about being human in our companies and so um it really it's pretty interesting to me
2: yeah absolutely and mark i met him in san diego um, long, I think I've read that. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I actually really, I'm excited to read his book too. Yeah. Um, I have always wanted to read The Hobbit. Seriously? Like, <laughs> I have. I know. No. This is the weirdest. I You haven't read it? I, so I am not, I'm definitely not a fiction reader. Like okay. I just, I'm always into business books. So I'm like trying to get out of my comfort zone and read something that is not. Yeah. So if, if I was going to do business book, like I want to go back and reread Simon Sinek's Start With Why um, a book. So I just need to. I love that book, and so I'm. So you work. want to
3: read that in the?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going two different routes here, two different places. So, but for, forcing myself to go fiction. But anyway, those were good. Hey, thank you, thank and good you. job, ladies. That was that was fantastic.
3: <laughs>
0: thank you. Listen, uh, quality
3: Base here. The Eagle has landed.